Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Kelsey and Armando here with you. Thank you for tuning in today. We appreciate you all the time tuning into this episode or our podcast on a weekly basis. If you are a weekly basis listener, if not and you're new to this, welcome to this amazing podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about traits of a mentally strong person because we can all make better decisions, make our mind a lot stronger and better, and why not learn from some of the best? So we did some research, we got some content for you, and we're going to help you maybe implement some of this stuff on your daily basis. So what we want you to do with this is... If maybe you're doing some of this, maybe take one that we're, that you're not already doing and implement that. But if that's all of it's too much, start with one. Take one of these traits and implement it for yourself. So Kelsey's going to jump right into it. Okay, so the first one that we have for you today is people who are mentally strong know that great things take time. So things like improving your health, starting a business, working on your mental health, all of these things take time. You're not going to just wake up one day and be completely different, right? You're not going to wake up one day and have lost the 30 pounds you want to lose. You're not going to wake up one day and have a multi-million dollar business. And you're not going to wake up someday and just have forgotten about all of the issues that you've dealt with and be in the best mental state that you possibly can. It just doesn't work that way. These things take time. And so people that are mentally strong, they have an understanding of that. They appreciate the journey, not just the destination. It's about enjoying the process and understanding that all great things take time. We live in such a world of instant gratification, and I think that's what's really hurting us, honestly. I Amazon. Mean, Amazon oh screwed I'll us give, all up. I'll give an example of us recently. I bought Armando a new Hydro Flask because he lost his second one. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I lost I'm... my second Hydro Flask. Don't ask me how or why they just disappear. I hope we find it someday. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's where it's been. But anyway, so I ordered him a Hydro Flask and I ordered it actually from Hydro. And I was like, wow, where is your hydro flask? I feel like I ordered it so long ago. He was like, babe, that was like four days ago. So it's just not Amazon Prime. And I was like, okay, maybe it wasn't that long ago. But we buy so many things from Amazon that I was just like, wow, this is taking forever. It just really kind of, I guess it bends your, your, how would you say that? It like, morphs your expectations expectations of like the end that like you said the instant gratification i mean i don't know if any of you are old enough to remember but i was during my time that we had dial up internet oh my gosh the the absolute worst Uh uh-huh i mean that was and back then you were like i'm on the internet or you when you played like oregon trail and you're shooting your little cat your deer and stuff out in the pioneering everything was super slow but to, to us then that was fast because we didn't know any different now that we know different, that things are at the speed of light, at your fingertips, pe- people are getting rich what seems like overnight, mm-hmm. we expect the same thing now with everything around us, which unfortunately is not always accurate and it's not always true. We're going to have to be patient. We have to practice our patience. Oh man, patience are such a hard one for me too. Um, you said that somebody 
becomes a millionaire overnight. And so that made me think of this Rachel Hollis. I went to her event last in last November, actually. And she was like, everybody after she sold, what was her girl wash your face? You know, that book blew up. She's like, I had a few people come up to me and go, oh, it must be nice to have your first book blow up and be in, you know, like an overnight New success. York Times bestseller. Yeah. And she was like, that's not my first book. That's like actually, I think it's, it's like, like her, her fifth, fifth or book sixth. or something. Yeah. And she had been like a blogger. She had been doing so many different things just to try to get traction. And here people thought like, oh, must be nice to be an overnight success. Usually we don't see the whole process that leads up to something like that. And and so, you know, other people looking at it go, oh, that must be nice to they just boom, get that. And it's like, no, that person's been working really hard, really silently for a really long time. You've probably seen different memes online of like an iceberg and you see under the water and it's like the blood, sweat, tears, failures, all of these things. And then the tip of the iceberg that outside the water is like the success, the success, you know, and it's like people don't see everything that it takes. But we have to remember that nine times out of 10. Yeah, sometimes somebody might blow up and like go viral or I don't know. You know what I mean? And be an overnight success, but that's like a, I would say even less than 10% chance. Like, I I feel like that's like a 1% chance. So you have to remember that great things like this really do take time and be patient. And you're, I'm telling you guys, I'm like the least patient person. Armando can vouch for it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even like what you say, like even athletes, I mean, athletes are like world renowned for their, their capabilities on what they can do, whether whatever sport it is. And they're like, wow, they're so great. Look at them. They're like 18 years old and they just got an uh, offer from the NBA or like they just got into the NFL at 21. You know, they're doing great. But you don't see all the late night practices, mm-hmm. the late night weekends, the, not the party, none of the other stuff that a lot of us take like for granted. Like they've been playing since they were five years old. Exactly. Living all that on the time court. and that de- dedication, they literally put in their entire life to get to where they're at now. And if somebody told you like, hey, this is going to take you 18 years to get to where you want, a lot of people would be like, uh, nah. I don't know. But see, all of those people, they enjoyed that process. They enjoyed that journey. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look at it as like, wow, that's a long time. They just looked at it as like, this. I'm doing what I love to do. Exactly, yeah. So great things take time. The next one, people who are mentally strong know what they want and they're willing to work for it. The world owes them nothing. They are searching for opportunities versus accepting things as they are. So for example... Say, you know, they start a business and it fails. They're not looking at that and saying like, oh, like, well, I tried. They're going, okay, cool. What's next? Like, I know what didn't work. Yeah. What can I do to figure this out? And you know, start another business and implement or do what you learned onto the next one. Yeah, that's that's completely true because a lot of that's there's two ways to look at it: half cap, what is it? Half uh, cup half full, cap cup half empty. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly the way that you need to look at any endeavor that you put yourself in front of. Is what's the positive outcome out of this? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to be in this situation, but what did you learn from this? And what are you going to implement next time you try this? Because you already know what not to do, and you're going to get that much further until you keep on doing that and you get you achieve your goal. I really do respect people that think the world owes them nothing because I've met there's one specific person I went to school with this person and they felt like the world owed them things and I remember just like always being like wow 
just blown away at like how that person would think of things. And I, I, I just thought, I always thought so differently and I just lost a little bit of respect every time I saw situations where I was like, Hey, no, you got to work for this. Yeah. You know, nobody owes you anything. We all get the same opportunities. Majority, not yeah, all. Some of us get better opportunities, yeah. I would say, but we all essentially have the same opportunity and the same, uh, things that we can actually go for. And in the United States, we have more opportunities than so many other places in the world. So I would say that we are the privileged to have the ability to go out and start a business and do whatever we want. If you, where there's a will, there's a way. If you want to do something, if you have a passion for something, you know, today with the internet, I know I've said this before, you could do whatever you want. There's YouTubers that are making millions of dollars a year for opening toys on the that's, internet that's the one that's still like mind-boggling it's just like <laughs> it's like a pencil in my eye i'm like i chose the wrong <laughs> profession <laughs> but even like what you say like the internet that's your fingertips like you can get online degrees you can get bachelor's and master master degrees online without even stepping a foot in an actual school yeah. so there's really no excuse for you not getting that degree that you always want to do it's just a matter of making time for it and managing that time to put the effort into it but it's easier not to. It's, it is. It's honestly easier. It's hard work. It, it is. is hard work. There's, I don't remember, was this, I don't know if we watched this on a show or if we actually talked to somebody on our travels somewhere. Some kid was learning really good English and was trying to come and do something in the United States. Do you recall? I don't remember, no. But uh, but speaking of people speaking English, I mean, that's one of the things that I, that from our traveling around the world is, Every other country seems to know English. Mm-hmm. Like they know their native language and they know English for, mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, because they can get through they can, with English. Exactly. And I feel like here in the United States, like we know English. A lot of people just know English and that's it. Mm-hmm. And other countries, it's not. They know multiple languages, which I thought was crazy. Like w- these people are know that they get tours from America or people that speak English. And they're doing what they can to get ahead in life. Even though, how dif- even though it's very difficult, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I know it. I really wish I could remember that. I was hoping it would spark something for you and that kid. But I remember, I really feel like it was one of our taxi drivers in Thailand, but I can't, I can't be for sure. But he was like telling us, it was that or either a show. I don't know. But he was like telling us about all of these things. And I was just so blown away. I was like, wow, you are so young and so driven to do this. Like, and he was just saying, I just want a better life for my family. And that's absolutely amazing. You know, and it's like, for you to be so driven for that, I just like, I have so much respect because he's working so hard for it. Okay, the next one. They're, they aren't dependent on others. So this doesn't mean that a mentally strong person doesn't like love or companionship, but they're able to be productive on their own. So usually people that are leaders are leaders because they can do things without direction. And you have to have a little bit of that in you to be a mentally strong person, right? When we think of a leader, that's somebody we look up to. They obviously have some type of type of experience or skill. And it's usually the fact that 
they can kind of look into the future and say, okay, we need to be working on this, this, and this, right? They just have a little bit different way of thinking and they have that ability to go, okay, I know what needs to get done. Nobody needs to sit here and tell me I'm just going to get it done, right? Nobody that people that don't have that ability are not going to be entrepreneurs. I'll tell you that because nobody's there telling you what to do. You have to figure out what to do next. That's not for everybody, but I believe that that's a trait of a mentally strong person because when you don't want to do things, that's usually when you need to show up the most. I agree. Unfortunately, that's how it is. I'll give you this example. I'm going to go to the gym tonight. This morning, I slept like crap last night and I was like, I cannot get up and go to the gym this morning. And so I was like, okay, but that means you're going tonight. And All day, I've been like, oh, because I've just really come to love my morning workouts. We're recording a podcast late at night, and I'm going to go to the gym after this. I do not want to go do this workout. I'll tell you a hundred times, I don't want to go, and I almost talked myself out of it, but I'm going to go because of the simple fact that usually when I don't want to show up the most is when I need it the most. And I'll tell you, I sat in our kitchen and cried tonight, so I need this workout today. And that's hard. Nobody's telling me to do it, but I'm telling myself. And you kind of have to work up to that. I don't, I'm not going to say that happened overnight for me. I think specifically even in a weight loss journey, it's hard. It's really hard to have, you know, everybody's like always searching for how do you get motivation? How do you always have the motivation? Motivation comes and goes. It, it's, you can't rely on it. It's not consistent. What is consistent is the dedication to your why. That's what you have to come back to. Um, but I, I I, would not say that I've been this way always. And I'm not saying that even tomorrow I would do the same thing. You know, tomorrow if I was in this situation, maybe I wouldn't go. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that it does take time to build up to be that type of person that can do things without being told. You have to be able to give yourself direction, get work done and have an understanding and kind of a an ability, you know, I'm thinking kind of in my manager days, the ability to foresee what's to come. You have to plan for what's ahead. So you're telling me you're a fortune teller. Yes. Okay. No, no. (laughs) What I'm saying is like, you know, as a manager, you're going, okay, we're doing this now. What's going to, like, what's coming up for us? What numbers do we need to hit? What, you know, because yeah. I was in banking. Yeah, no, and, and I see what you're saying. is like, okay, if I do this, then this is what's going to happen. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. If I do this, this will happen. Okay, what what is the best solution? What is the best outcome? What's going to work best for myself, for my team, for everybody around me? Exactly. That's the way you need to think, and that's the way you say... Um, the traits of mentally strong person are as yes. is something like that. And that's why they're usually in a leadership role, because they have that ability. Okay, next one. So they're viewing failure as one step closer to success versus giving up. So they mentally strong people see failure as an opportunity to grow and improve. That perseverance to keep trying until you get it right, right? So when they're going, you know, down a path and it doesn't work, they're like, okay, cool. Now we're going to reroute. And now we have one less option that it's not. So it's all in perspective, I think, and really understanding that those failures, they're probably going to come. If you have a smooth process, whether it be a weight loss journey where, you know, you cut your calories, you get your workouts in, you drink your water, you do the sleep and you lose all the weight. That's great. That's really, really awesome. 
But to say that there's not going to be like a family barbecue that derails you or the holidays, or maybe you're starting a business and you mess up on your taxes and now you owe the IRS $600 or you know what I mean? Like there, you can almost expect some of those situations to come up, some bumps in the road, and you can't let those stop you. They're just bumps. You know, I, I think of it in the sense of a lot of times we think of, you know, a failure as like a, a dead stop. That's a dead end. It's a mountain. We've come up to a mountain. But sometimes if you step back, you're like, oh, wow, I can like I can step kinda, over this. I can walk around it. Yeah. Or I can walk around this. And it's like, but a lot of times we just think, oh, oh this that's should, it. And yeah. just throw in the towel. And it's, it's not, you guys, we have to be ready we almost have to be ready for that stuff. I'm not saying to expect failure because you don't want to attract that in your life, but but don't let it just take you by surprise and just push say. you off of you know the train tracks completely. Yeah. You have to say, okay, cool. Just like you know the damn Google Maps when she's like rerouting, <laughs> you have to reroute, okay? And I, I hate when <laughs> I'm notorious for the rerouting because I'm so bad at directions, but... And it's annoying. It is annoying, but it it just means you just have to switch your sails. You have to change directions and try something different and see it as an opportunity. Sometimes I try to have this like this mindset when things aren't really going my way. I try to think, you know, specifically in my business, I've been trying to think, okay, you know what? It's not a failure. Maybe this is just making it a little bit harder so that when it is super successful, I I appreciate it so much yeah. more because I've I've had to go through the ups and downs. And the struggles. Yeah, to appreciate when it's really good. And I really truly believe that there is some beauty in that. Not in the process. Sometimes when you're in the mud, that shit sucks. Mm-hmm. It does mm-hmm. suck. But you got to push through. I mean, there's no other way. You got to push through. Yeah. You can't just quit because... Yep. You know, you only lose. The only time we lose is when we quit and we're not losers. Completely agree. Especially yep. if you're listening to a podcast, you're already trying to better your life and yep. do things differently. Yep. You're already above other people like and not above. I'm, I don't mean to say it like one that. One step ahead. Yeah. You're one step ahead of the mass majority of the population. There's still people out there, which blows my mind, that when I say something about a podcast or reference our podcast, they're like, what's a podcast? And I'm like, where have you been? Yeah. Where like I'm I've been so deep in podcasts for so long now that I it's hard for me to even recognize that people don't even know about them or have never listened to a podcast. And so like I just went on a real tangent there. That's all right. I'm going to wrap it up with one last thing. When you say perseverance, one of those things that maybe some of you listening, you're like, well, I don't have that. I don't have that perseverance. I always tend to quit. We all have perseverance inside of us. I've Mm -hmm. said this before and I'll say it again. If we didn't have that perseverance, guess what? None of us would be walking. We all learned how to walk. Did we ever give up? No, we picked our asses up and we kept on going and we tried it again and we ate shit and we picked ourselves up and kept going. That is perseverance. So Mm -hmm. you have perseverance. Everybody has it. We just lose sight of it. You just got to find it for yourself in different situations and get really clear on why you're doing something. You know, I think a lot of listeners listen to this for health and fitness and I know it's hard to stay on that journey. It's really hard. And that's why, honestly, that's why I have a job because it's hard. People need help. And it's because 
it's something that's not normal. You have to give yourself grace and remember that you're trying to change your lifestyle. You didn't get to this lifestyle overnight. So you have to remember that it's going to happen in waves and steps. We're not just going to flip a switch and be a different person. It takes time, but you just have to keep getting back up. That's what matters. Okay. Do you want to go with the next one? Yeah. So number five, So you can't be resentful of other people's success. We get caught in this all the time. It's like you see somebody that bought a new house or bought a new car Mm -hmm. or just got a new outfit or is is meeting, there's crushing their fitness goals. We look at it as like, dang it. I was like, they're doing it. Why can't I do it? And you can't do that. You have to look at them and say, wow, they're, they're, they're achieving stuff. What are they doing? What can I learn from them? So turn, do a 180 and, and instead of being, resentful of it or looking down on it or being negative about it, look at it in a way of what can I learn from them? What can I learn and take from them that I can apply in my life to achieve my goals as well? I really think of too, there was a, when I was working before I actually got my management position, I was working at the bank and I had been kind of promised the assistant manager position at a store that I was working at and some things happened and somebody else ended up getting it. And my manager pulled me into the office and was like, hey, I just want to let you know she's coming over from another store as our assistant manager. My hands are kind of tied, you know, type situation. And um, I was really upset about it. It was a hard situation, but I was like, okay, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll just keep Roll doing with the what I'm doing. Well, then... She was with our team for a while and she clashed with a lot of people. And this was something that she had a hard time with. She would take sales from other people. She was the type that really loved. And if like, anybody's worked in the sales industry, you know what oh, it's like for somebody to take sales. Because that's money. Because that's money in your pocket. Um, and she just really liked being on top, right? She liked being the person that was like getting the attention, doing all the things, Well, in a meeting with that manager later, I told him, I was like, we were talking on the matter and he was like, you know, I really apologize. Like now that we're into this, I really wish I could have, you know, made you the assistant manager. And I was like, is it because she's stepping on everybody to get to the top? And he was like, wow, that's a really good way of putting it. And I was like, you know, I've always believed that you're only as good as your weakest link on the team. And somebody like that just shouldn't be a leader because they just want to climb on top of everybody else's backs, step on them to get to the top. Whereas I think that we have to take more the approach of like, Hey guys, let's lift each other up. There's room for everybody at the top of the mountain. There's room for everybody up here. If we're all up here, imagine how much stronger that force is, right? If you want to go far, go alone. If you want to, what is it? If you want to go far, go together. If you want to go fast, go alone. Yes. So I always try to mess that one up. Um, You don't try. You do. Yeah, I do. I do. I was going to (laughs) say try again, but no, I do. Um, And I I just really firmly believe in that. You, like Armando said, see what you can learn from that person. Cheer them on. Be their biggest cheerleader because you know how hard it was for them to get there. So why not just like have their back? Cheer them on. You know, I just, lately I feel like this has been a theme in my life is like cheering for others, like rooting for others, pumping others up and having no expectation. You know, 
I just feel like we live in a world right now where we all need a little bit more support. And I've been really trying to be super diligent about giving that support to others, even though I don't feel like I always have that level of support myself. I feel like I've been... Are you hinting at something? No. Not a jab? No, not a jab at you. All right. I feel like I've been like extra diligent about being like giving the level of support I would love to receive, you know? And it's hard to do that when you're not getting it. It, it's really hard, but think of all of the work that somebody's going through and give them a give them a good little hype session because you know what? Even though it makes them feel good, it's going to make you feel good too. Yeah, I agree. Next one. People who are mentally strong are always learning from their mistakes. They're not doing the same things over and over and expecting different results, right? So They're taking responsibility for their actions and doing things to move the needle. They're they're accepting responsibility for their actions. You know, I always think of people, I'll give the dieting example here. People will do a diet. So if you did a diet, say keto, for example, you lost 50 pounds, but then you put that weight back on, that wasn't a successful diet. A successful diet is... Yes, you lost the weight, but a successful diet is also keeping the weight off after. That's what makes it sustainable. For example, when you're doing something like that, you know, a person will do keto, lose the weight, put the weight back on, and then go back to do it again and have the same... Because that was successful Because it was, you know, I'm using quotations here, successful. But you can't do the same things and expect different results. You have to be willing to say, hey, maybe that didn't work. Maybe I should try something else. I always think of when, as you're explaining that, I think of another another reference going back to when we were babies. We all, you see those little toys with the circle, the star, the square, and the triangle, mm-hmm. and then you have to slide it into there. And you see the baby like trying to slam it into the square and it's a mm-hmm. circle and it doesn't work and it doesn't work and it doesn't work, but then slides into the circle and it works. We have that in us again. Yeah. So we have that perseverance. We have that ability to change and redirect and reroute and learn from our mistakes and try something different. Yeah. That's a great, that was a great one, Beeps. Damn. Just coming in with the knowledge. Okay. You, you hit the next one. Not dwelling on the past, wishing things were different. You're instead looking forward to say, how can I change the outcome instead? Really living in the present and not dwelling on the glory days or dwelling on the past mistakes, but using those experiences to create the life you want. I mean, that's really deep. I mean, we all have those friends or we have those times that we look back like, wow, look at when I was like when I was younger and I was so fit and I was so I I could eat whatever I want. Geez, I wish it was like that before. But unfortunately, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. Our body changes, life changes, and we have to adapt and overcome and change with it. Because if not, we're going to be in in places and situations that we don't want to be or don't want to see ourselves in. So we have to do a better job with that. Yeah, I think too. And I think this is one that I have coming up. It is one, but I'm going to, I'm going to touch on this because I feel like that was a good segue is like, if we're not changing, we're not growing. So you have to be willing to say like, Hey, yeah, that may have worked before, but what's different for me now? Well, I'm a little bit older. I am maybe not playing, you know, practicing two hours after school every day or, not running around doing all this, right? So things are different now. So we have to do something differently and not fearing that change and being willing to say like, hey, if I'm not changing, I'm not growing. So what do I have to change? Because I've changed since then. So why wouldn't 
my practices have to change as well. So being willing, willing to take a look at that and make those changes. Yeah. I've, I'm going to add one last thing to that before we move on. I just, cause it reminded me, I've been spending a lot of time with my dad this last week, just because it's hunting season and him and I, we, we hang out a lot and we're bringing the kids in to do it as well. But we had these deep conversations and he was talking to me while, while we were driving around and he was saying how in Mexico, when he was growing up, he would look at these mountains and he would hike these and he's like, I would hike them up there like nothing, get to the very top and everything else. Well, they recently went back to Mexico this last year. My dad is 57 years old and he's like, oh yeah. He's like, I looked at the mountain and that's the mountain I used to hike. And he's like, I was like, I'm going to do it. And he went for it. And he was like, I couldn't do it. I was upset. And when I was younger, he was dwelling on the past, how, how healthy he was, how he could just hike it over without any issues. And I told him, I was like, Dad, I was like, you're 57 years old. I was like, you're not that 17-year-old you used to be before. I was like, right now it's more difficult. What you need to do, yes, I was like, you can do that again, but you're going to have to train for it. Mm -hmm. I gave him the example of me training for a marathon. I was like, I ran a marathon, yeah, but I trained for it. If I try to run a marathon tomorrow, guess what? That's not going to be the same outcome. No. So you can't expect that same outcome without that proper training and that, that practicing that before you get to that point. Yeah. What? Damn, you're just like coming in with the fire examples, Beavs. Okay, next one. So they don't fear taking calculated risks. So there's a difference between reckless and calculated, right? So assessing what could happen either way and really looking at, at a situation like that as like a good challenge. You know, they love a good challenge. They love being able to look at something and go, okay, this is probably going to be hard, but I, I like a little bit of difficulty in my life. You know, they almost get off on that, you know, on that, like, okay, something different. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Ready to take things on. It's all in the attitude about it too. Um, but I really think that that's such, and I, there's a huge difference too between reckless and calculated, right? If you're, you know, there's a fine line. It. I think there's a gray, there's a, there, there's a, there's like a line where it's like, this is reckless and this is calculated and people don't know the difference. I think some people are like, Oh, I'm, I'm calculated. And it's like, nah, mm. I feel like that was reckless. I feel like that you was busted really, your face. Yeah. That was kind of reckless. Um, so, cause think of it in the sense, if you had a million dollars to bet on something, wouldn't you do a little research? For sure. I would do a little research before I invested that money. A million dollars on black. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's reckless. Okay. That's <laughs> reckless. So make sure that you're not riding that line between reckless and calculated. All right. So the next one, don't worry about pleasing everyone. And I feel like this is one that my wife has a hard time with. Really hard. Just because you, you want to take on so much stuff and please everybody. And sometimes you forget to take care of yourself. And sometimes you forget, fo you lose focus on what you're actually trying to achieve. They also, they know that people will judge you either way. So you need to do what you need to do. So you need to take care of yourself. And I'm going to use my wife's quote that she's been saying that is her quote of the year is protect your peace. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that falls right into that. So making sure that you're taking care of yourself and not caring about what others think. And then just knowing when to put their best foot forward is something very important that people with strong mindset have. Yeah, I would say too today, while we went deep in therapy about doing what I need to do for me, because that is something that I definitely struggle with. It's hard. The people a pleaser in me wants to do things for everybody, make everybody happy. And I know this, I I've gotten better, but I have not mastered this, but it's hard because you have to understand people are going to judge you either way. People are going to have different 
perspectives. They're going to have different ideas of how you should do things. And no matter what, you're going to have a group of people looking at you and they could all give you a different way you should do something. And so you have to go with your gut because at the end of the day, who do you sit with the most? Yourself. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. have to sit with yourself. You have to sit with your decisions. So we have to remember that we can't people please our way through life. And I'm, guys, I'm preaching to myself. And also I'm using a little bit of the verbiage that my therapist gave me this morning. (laughs) So something I'm still working on myself. Okay, next one. So this is one that I already kind of mentioned, but people who are mentally strong embrace change because they know nothing nothing good comes from sitting still. If we aren't changing, we aren't growing and evolving. I mean, I feel like that's enough said on that topic because I feel like when we get, I said enough said as I'm about to dive in and probably go on a hella big tangent. Um, I feel like for myself, at times in my life where I feel like I'm just sitting still, I'm anxious. Yeah. I feel really anxious. I feel like I'm not doing enough. And that's when I get overwhelmed and I feel like, oh, what is life, you know? And so we have to be constantly working on growing ourselves. And that can look so different for everybody. You have to understand that you cannot compare your journey to somebody else's because for you, that might mean getting up and going for walks. You're working on your mental health. You're working on a little bit of your physical health. Whereas for somebody else, that might mean going to the gym at 5 a.m., listening to podcasts and starting that business. Everybody's at different points in their life, but however that looks for you, challenge yourself. Be growing. Challenge yourself and say, what do I want from life? What is not serving me? And what can I do to feel more fulfilled? And you have to do something, even if it's the smallest, tiniest, tiniest step. You know, my best friend and I were just talking. Um, We went to a winery on Sunday together and like went for a walk with the baby and just hung out. And it was like so nice. And she is wanting us to start a podcast together. And so we were talking about this idea and I really, really like, I think she's kind of scared. She's kind of in that like, well, like this is a big deal, you know, whereas me, I've dove like headfirst into a pool with no water all year. And so pretty much, pretty much. (laughs) It's a great way to look at it. And so I'm like, no, let's just do it. When should we launch January? And she was like, whoa, I was thinking more like March or April. I was like, why are we taking so much time? And she was like, well, I want to come up with topics and like this and that. I'm like, we can come up with topics right now. Another glass of wine and I'll have hella topics for you. But I think I thought, you know, after that. She's trying to take the relationship slow. You're trying to get married. (laughs) I know. I'm like, bitch, where's my ring? (laughs) Um, I, but I, after that conversation, I thought about it and I was like, I think this is her dabbling. You know, this is her like. We dabbled in this podcast for months and months and months before we even launched it. And we did the same thing with creating topics and everything else. We did. And here I'm like, nothing hurts anymore. Let's just do it. (laughs) I felt, I I know what the wall feels like. Let's run into it again. Let's run into it again. What's one more time? So um, like thinking of that conversation after I was like, wow, you're like, you've really come so far in like not really fearing just doing things. Cause I know that I'll always figure it out because that's what I've done all year after pulling my smashed body out of that empty pool. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Um, the next one. So no time's wasted on feeling sorry for themselves. So they take responsibility and create a clear plan to change their circumstances if that's what they truly desire. So don't sit in your sorrows for too long. Do it for as long as you need to, mm -hmm. but set a limit to it and then move forward from it. Because I think a lot of times when we throw it in the towel, we're like, this didn't work. Screw this. I'm, I'm done with this. We don't sit there long enough to really let it let our thoughts kind of flow and marinate and try to figure out, okay, what went wrong? Why am I in this situation currently? And what can I do differently next time? And that that way you can actually work on yourself and you're not feeling sorry for yourself, but you're working on yourself. Yeah, I really think Armando, and I think we've talked about this on an episode, but just in case you're a new listener, I'm going to talk about it again. Armando never understood when something happens for me, I have to sit in that sorrow a little bit. I have to feel that hurt. And he's always like trying to like rip and yank me out of it. He's like, no, come okay, on, let's, let's laugh. go. Let's, let's do this. Yay, okay. Yep. Yay. Yay. You know, in my face. And I'm like, no, I need to be here. Like you need to let me sit here for a minute. And he never understood it. And I always tried to explain it to him. Like, I have to remember this feeling when I get on top because it makes me appreciate it more. It also makes me remember like, okay, what did I do to get here? It's just part of the process for me. Recently, he listened to a podcast and he was like, hey, remember how we talked about like you sitting in your sorrows a little bit? He's like, it's I heard kind of, it's kind of a thing. People do it. Yeah. He's like, people <laughs> actually crazy. do this. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, I mean, one, I am crazy, but two, <laughs> I'm glad there's other ones like me out there, <laughs> but he never understood that. But the point is don't sit there. Don't get stuck there. Sit there as long as you need to sit there. If you know it's a bad tendency for you and you do it in a negative way, then you need to find somebody that you can go to, to pump you up and pull you out. But if you know that you're doing it for the benefit of like, okay, no, I need to know. I need to remember what this feels like so that I can try to avoid this a little bit harder next time. Or maybe I need to feel this so that when I do reach this goal, I appreciate it that much more. Yeah. yeah. So whatever that looks like for you, just don't sit and sulk in your sorrows. Yep. And the last one that I came up and with. And then I'm going to do a drum roll because I feel like this is. Okay. We always talk about okay. this one. Okay, go. They practice gratitudes. Boom. So counting's counting your blessings versus your burdens. When we are counting our blessings, you're constantly searching for the positive. You're going to live a much more positive life. I'll tell you this example. I have hella examples all the time, guys. I feel like example might be my most used word. Definitely. I agree. That or fuck. That, yeah. Yeah. That one might also be a top contender. Yeah. Anyways, example. The other day, a girlfriend and I were um, using our Skype system at work, chatting and everything. And she was like, I really wish we could send gifts over um, our Skype system. And I was like, oh, you know what I'm thankful for today? Gifts, because they bring me so much joy. And I was like, you know, I feel like I go in waves of using them, but like then we switched to texting so that we could use them. And I was like laughing and I told her, I was like, tomorrow on my gratitudes, this is going to be one of my gratitudes. And like in that moment, I thought like, wow, how far have you come? Like, and it's, that's what it's about. But that's where my mind is at because I've been doing this long enough that my mind is constantly searching for those You've things. You've trained yourself. I've trained my mind and it takes time to get to that. Because let me ask you this. Does, would you say that 
Kelsey 10 years ago? What was oh, her mindset hell like? hell no. Hell no. 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 So that's what I'm saying is like it takes time. 10 years ago, you were a completely different person to yeah. where you're at now. 10 years ago, you may have just seen the negative, seen all the crap that you were, that you were going through, everything that was going on in your life, and just that's all that you knew. And it was very difficult for you to see the positive. Ten now fast forward ten years later, complete opposite. I didn't know you ten years ago, but I can only imagine from the stories that you've told me who you were then and who you are now. Oh, completely different. different. I was in not a great relationship, which led me not to be in a great headspace. I was like living somewhere I didn't want to live. Like there was just a lot of negativity. I was not searching for any of the positive. Like my positive, what I held on to was I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah. And that was the one thing. But see, you hung on to that. You used and that and you out. propelled out of there. So yeah. that's and, th- and that that's maybe what some of you listening need to do is maybe you only have one positive thing that you're holding on to. But use that. Use that in your to your advantage and help that propel yourself into your next positive. And it, like we talked about, it's, it takes time. It's just mentally prepare yourself that this is going to take time. If you're in a bad spit in a bad spot right now, mentally, it's going to take time to get mm-hmm. you out of there. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. But just rest assured that if you work at it, you will get there and you will be a different person. You're going to look back and be like, holy crap, look how far I've come mm-hmm. and look who I am now. Just a completely different person. I think it's really hard to like I just signed on a new client and I was telling her about gratitudes and preaching, give my same speech about them. You know, if I could convince people to do two things in their health and fitness journey, Um, as a coach, if I had to pick two things, one would be gratitudes, because if you're a more positive person, you're in a better mental state and you're able to do a lot more with your life. I'll tell you guys, it's been life changing for me. Gratitudes have been life changing. So that would be one. And the second one would be fucking pre-planning your days, pre-tracking your fucking days (laughs) to be successful. Then you have no excuses. Yeah. You'll still have some one-off days, but those are like my bread and butter as a coach if I can make you if I could force people to do two things but gratitudes are so so important and I know it's hard to get people bought into these do what you have to do I literally have an alarm on my phone I do not clear that until I do them sometimes I have to do them in the afternoon sometimes I don't get to them in the morning I prefer to do them in the morning but sometimes I don't get to them till the afternoon and that's fine because I still do them and Whatever that looks like for you, train yourself to do it. You know, there's just so much benefits and I don't want to go super in on it because I feel like we've gone in on it. So we've only had all year to talk about it. Yeah. So do your damn gratitudes. If by now you're not doing these. (laughs) All right, guys, that's all we got for you today. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to put all of these into the show notes. We want you to choose one of these. If you're not doing any of these, choose at least one thing that you can implement in your life to make yourself a better version of yourself. So thank you for tuning in. Check out the show notes and we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.